0: Hello, team. I know we talked about this already in class, but I'm still getting some questions about how to package your personal management project. I want to re emphasize that I want you to do so in a way that is personally meaningful for you. But there needs to be some tangible evidence or an artifact of your project to include on your Digication portfolio. You can present live or record it in advance via video or podcast, and we'll play that in class. Here are some ideas I've shared before and some new ones. If your project was, say, needing to get your work area to be more functional, you could show us before and after pictures and then talk us through the process and the research you did to make that improvement. If you were working on improving your motivation, maybe you decided to do affirmations and you could show us pictures of them around your house or the app that you use to supply them to you daily or your screen savers that you're using um, as affirmations, something like that. If you were developing a new scheduling system, you could screen share directly into it if it's online or again, pictures or hold it up and show it to us uh, as a show and tell. So really, I hope you can see the possibilities are endless. And it's okay if you don't have it all figured out yet. If you haven't made the progress you hoped for yet, show us what you did or what you've been thinking. I even asked one student who, how might they use the four to six minutes for their presentation as a resource to solve their challenge. How might they trust the power of crafting good questions and maybe use some audience engagement? develop a series of questions that might turn up some new thinking for their challenge from their peers. How might you use the chat? Or if you meet on campus, how can you adapt these ideas to work for you? And I'm always happy to discuss your project with you even after the proposal and before the presentation. It's not too late. The notes to and from Nicole during development section of the proposal is a great place, but I'm also Always just a Teams chat message away. What I don't want is for you to show up with no tangible evidence, no pre work to show at all, and simply try to talk through something live. There's always some way to capture evidence if you've been working on this project, and you will learn more by having to package your project in some way, and your peers will learn more from each other with both verbal and visual cues. I've shared some examples from last semester from students who agreed to allow me to showcase their projects, but I want to thank Dylan, Dylan McCullough for agreeing to allow me to include his personal management project here. It will start playing as soon as I stop talking. To provide some backstory that might be helpful, Dylan made full use of the ability to keep turning in his proposal. Him and I went back and forth in the notes to and from Nicole during development section a number of times, creating pages and pages of discussion that helped support him while he was doing his project. That discussion was the catalyst that prompted me to ask him to present first and be recorded. Dylan had no visuals during his presentation, but this podcast episode or the descript transcript can now be included in his e-portfolio, and clearly his back and forth was evidence of all the work he was doing. If anyone else wants to be recorded, just let me know. Many of us have this insidious tendency to compare ourselves. Don't do this, please. I beg you. Once presentations start, use what you see to spark new ideas for yourself but don't second guess whether your challenge is good enough or if your presentation plan is quote unquote, right or wrong. These are personal projects. Your challenge is worth working on and your presentation plan is right. So long as you share the challenge you were looking to solve, the management concepts you connected to that challenge, your original solution idea, and then tell us what happened next and what you learned along the way, and then show us some evidence. I just look forward to seeing all your presentations and learning with and from you. And now, here's Dylan's personal management project.
1: My personal management project has to do with my workplace. I work at a grocery co-op in downtown New London, Connecticut. And so every November, We do a thing where uh, customers can pre-order turkeys by putting a $25 deposit on a turkey. And then when we actually receive the turkeys, we don't actually have room for them in our store. So what we have to do is we have to rent a gigantic refrigerated trailer and put it out back, and that actually holds the turkeys. So the problem comes in, it, it doesn't always go that smoothly. Because you know somebody obviously somebody has to like go get the turkeys, and the the people who are at the front of the store don't always have the best way to communicate with the people at the back of the store. So essentially, that was my project: was like, okay, how can I make this process go a little bit better? This is the fifth Thanksgiving season that I've personally been a part of this co-op. So I, I thought, okay, I've got all kinds of experience. I've worked in multiple departments both relevant departments. I thought, okay, what can I do? So just to try to connect it a little bit to the four functions of management, the, the first being planning, we had a, a meeting with the other coordinators. That's my title at my job. I'm a front end coordinator. And we just, you know, I, I just sort of went in and I said, okay, what has worked in the past and what hasn't worked? So the, the planning process, it was that it was the meeting, it was determining what we need to do with the turkeys. It was establishing the goals and processes. It was discussing the ideas about what might work and what didn't work. One of the things we settled on is just trying to catch people as they come into the door because that sort of saves time if we can uh, have their turkey ready for them when they're ready to go. You know, One of the main issues that we've often ran into is somebody will come through a line and there will be four or five other people behind them. And then finally, at the very end of their transaction, they say, oh, and by the way, I'm getting a turkey. And then that completely holds everything up because it's like, okay, somebody has to communicate to the other department and then they have to go out and they have to get the turkey. And and meanwhile, the lines are just piling up. I've been in retail for so long that when I see a line piling up, there's just like an alarm going off in my head, like, oh, God, what do I do? What do I do? And we want to minimize that as much as possible, right? So it's that. And it was also making good use of time and just discussing with the other coordinators, you know, like just just being honest, just communicating openly about it. And I thought, Uh, The meeting went well. I I thought everybody was pretty receptive. And that sort of brings us to the organizing phase, which was in brief, it was setting up the right conditions for success. It was uh, communicating with the grocery department. One of the things I did in service of communicating was, so our store has like maybe 10 walkie talkies that we occasionally use for various purposes. And we thought, okay, we'll utilize the walkie talkies. I talked with one of the grocery buyers about it a little bit. And we sort of said, well, one of the things that happens is they often don't get charged. So we we can't use them when we need to use them. So that's that's something that we need to look at. And then another thing is that sometimes other nearby people will be using the same channel. So they become very noisy. And of course, people just turn them off because they're like, well, I'm not using this. Click. So we made sure they were all set to a channel that nobody else seemed to be using. So that worked well. And then just also ensuring that those tools are available for everybody who needed them. One of the other things is we have sort of like a three-ring binder that contains all of the information about which customers ordered which turkey. And sometimes that gets lost. So it was like, okay, make sure that's at the front end when people need to, to use it. So then the the leading component, I think that was mainly I did my best to try to explain everything to the newer people. Most of the people at the coordinator meeting I was referring to have been with the co-op for quite a few years, except one, we have a new assistant manager and I made sure he felt like he understood the process and he said that he did. And then trying to catch some of the newer cashiers and making sure that they were sort of familiar with the process, at least in theory. I wasn't able to get everybody, unfortunately but I did the best I could there. And then just sort of like directing the action as it unfolds and paying attention to the needs of both the customers and the employees who happen to be in the store. And then another thing was just stressing that like, okay, let's say you have a line and all of a sudden somebody needs a turkey, complete the transaction or suspend the transaction so that we can keep the line moving and just say, so we're going to get your turkey, but If you don't mind, could you please wait over here while we get your turkey so we can keep the line moving? That, And finally, controlling, really carefully noting what is working and what isn't working so that we can have a better plan for the future. Just sort of analyzing all of that, keeping our goals in mind, altering the procedure as needed. The assistant manager actually suggested, well, why don't we just have a document? on the server that everyone can have access to that says, okay, this, this worked this year, this didn't work this year. So we could refer to it next year and go, oh, I remember that, right? So yeah, it went not perfectly smoothly. There were, there were still all sorts of problems. That's just the reality of retail during the holidays and during a pandemic, all sorts of problems came up. Almost all of them were completely out of my control, which is just another reality of management. You can't focus on stuff that like you don't have any control. Like The Friday before Thanksgiving, one of the other coordinators came in and and went into the turkey trailer and discovered that all of the shelving had collapsed and there were turkeys and turkey juices everywhere. I didn't see it, but I'm sure it was horrible. Glad I didn't have to personally clean any of that up because ew so so yeah but but overall it went really well particularly as we got closer to the holiday on Tuesday and the day before Wednesday I sort of overheard people were using the walkie-talkies people were communicating adequately and things things went really well our sales numbers were gigantic for that week even bigger than last year which was a surprise we actually anticipated that 2021 would be the sales would be lower than 2020, but that did not turn out to be the case. So that was my project, that's how it went.
0: So awesome, thank you, Dylan. I'm going to give feedback, things that I noticed in the chat, just so you can see And if there is anything that anyone has that I feel like is something that I think they can improve upon, I'll send you a private message, just so you know. Thank you for connecting it to the four functions. Thank you for so clearly explaining the process you went through to kind of develop the solution and the places where you saw that things could go wrong and how you went and found solutions to each of those. It was like one problem was the turkey's. Right. But there was so much other problem solving that you were able to explain to us. So I appreciate that very much. Thank you.